Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. I'm Jim. What a privilege it is to have you join me today to listen to our podcast. I do not take that lightly, believe me. We have now entered into our fifth year of podcasts. This is our 213th episode. When I first started these podcasts, I set a goal of how many podcast downloads I'd like to have per month. And we set that goal this month. So we're real excited around here, but we're not going to take a vacation on podcasts or anything. You can count on us putting one out every Wednesday morning. Thanks for riding along. You know, coming up with something every week is a bit of a challenge. It really is. When I started, I thought I'd never run out of stories, and of course, that wasn't so. So I had to kind of reinvent myself in several ways, and just coming up with an idea to do every week is a stretch at times. Sometimes it comes easy. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and think of something, and if I have it together enough, I talk to my phone and tell it to record that and save it until I can get some consciousness going. But it's the funniest thing what will cause inspiration. Just maybe going to the grocery store like a week or two ago. You just never know. And I do know I need to take a trip up to my little hometown up there in the north central Colorado Rocky Mountains. 8,000 feet above sea level. What the locals call God's country. I'm past due and now we have plans and going this summer. I can hardly wait. I can't hardly wait. Is it I can hardly wait or I can't hardly wait? I believe it's I can't hardly wait, but I say I can hardly wait a lot, and I don't think one's particularly better than the other. It sounds better when you say I can't, but when I'm saying it, I can seems to come out, and that sounds okay to me. Let's see what transpires there. For our unusual fact of the week, wait for the little sound effect here. Wait for it. Wait for it. Yeah, there we go. Lemons float and limes sink. How <laughs> weird, huh? Limes are denser than lemons, so they sink to the bottom while a lemon will float to the top. So be a lemon, unless you're a scuba diver. <laughs> I go around the house and turn off the lights. Everywhere I go, I'm turning off lights. It doesn't matter if it's just my wife and I here, or if we have a house full of company or grandchildren. The grandchildren one is amazing. That could be a full-time job, just light turner offer. People ask me what I do for a living. I say, I turn off lights, and that's okay. When I was a kid, I did not understand that. My dad turned off lights all the time. My sister has said how she has taken up the same mantra as my dad had, and that I have. Just turn off those lights. Walk behind your loved ones and turn them off. When there were four of us kids living at home, I'm sure we drove my dad crazy. But he let us know about it. I do the same thing. Come on, Grandpa, don't be so grouchy. I'm not grouchy. I'm paying the electric bill. I go into our garage and routinely sweep the garage floor. And yet, when I was a kid, sweeping out the garage was a battle royale with my dad. 
It seems to have been my job, and those battles took place every Saturday, and of course I lost each and every one of them. My dad wouldn't give in, wouldn't budge. Thank goodness for me. If I could have got his goat, pushed him just a little, I would have control over the whole situation. I never would have learned a thing. So thank you, Dad, for making me sweep that garage. It only takes a minute or so, my garage. I don't sweep the whole thing once a week. I go out there and I see something, I'll sweep it up, you know. And my garage is pretty darn clean, spick and span, really. But when I was 10, 12, even 14 years old, I would think by 14 that Dad would have made one of my younger brothers sweep that garage. Who knows? If I got any money, I spent it right away, kind of like water running through your fingers. You know, you can't hold on to it. And I couldn't hold on to that money at all. I'm sure my folks thought, the way this boy's going, he'll never grow up. Our song of the week this week is A Lover's Concerto by The Toys. It was recorded and released in 1965. It topped out at number two on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, only because the song Yesterday by The Beatles and Get Off My Cloud by The Rolling Stones were controlling the number one spot, and it just couldn't get past those two songs. It did earn gold record status, though. The Toys were an all-girls group out of New York City. The melody to this great song was based on Minuet in G Major, written by Kristen Petzold in 1720. And he wrote this melody for the harpsichord. There is some confusion on the writer of this great melody between Petzold and Bach. And as far as I could tell, as I read about this, is Petzold actually wrote it, and then this great song was found in a box owned by Bach later. So, oh, Johann Sebastian must have recognized great music when he saw it. Of course he did. He was a genius. The difference between the original, written for the harpsichord, and the toys version is, the original was in three-fourths time, and the toys version was written in 4-4 time. Whatever that means. Actually, I know what that means. I can read music. I just can't sing it or play it or dance to it. Well, I can dance to it. Don't get me wrong. I can dance to it. You just don't want to see me doing it. How gentle is the rain that falls softly on the meadow. I talked about things like cleaning the garage, turning off the lights, never saving a nickel, because looking back at my life, I do all that stuff now. Now since I'm older and my income isn't as regular and not nearly as much, it is harder to save money, it is. But every chance I get, I do it. If I have a good month and my expenses aren't as much as I have budgeted, I put the rest away. I don't go out and celebrate and spend it all or anything like that. 
like I said about my garage. I have a broom hanging up, very handy, and I just sweep a little and keep it clean and keep it tidy, and I always turn off the lights. What I'm discovering right now, though, is these LED light bulbs last a whole lot longer. Now, a light bulb lasts a long time, and when the government said that they're phasing out incandescent light bulbs and they're going to bring in new light bulbs, and about the only thing that they were bringing in were those curly Q fluorescent light bulbs that gave a weird light and hummed and all that stuff, I stocked up on light bulbs. I really literally have a lifetime supply of light bulbs. I would go to the store every week and buy a package of light bulbs until they were all phased out by good old Uncle Sam and he couldn't buy them anymore in the 40, 60, 75, and 100 waters. You know what I mean? But I've got plenty. I do. You ever see that Last Man Standing episode where they ran out of light bulbs and Tim had to meet some guy in an alley at night trying to buy some incandescent light bulbs. You know, kind of like I wanted to buy drugs so I meet a guy back in the alley the dark of night to do it. It was a funny scene that kind of reminded me of myself. Well, some of these new LED lights are great. The daylight ones where you really need a lot of light are amazing, the different and brightness of them. But I still like the feel of the soft white incandescent 60 watt or 75 watt light bulb feels like home to me there's so many things that i do anymore that i know that i'm a grown-up because i do them i take care of my cars like nobody's business i wash my whites with the whites and my colors with my colors the permanent press with the permanent press and the reds with the reds what? You wash? Uh, if you're a long-time listener of this podcast, you know that my wife trained me to wash my own clothes years and years ago. Smart girl. And now I wouldn't let her wash mine if she asked. I felt like I grew up when I was 42 years old. Before that, I was a baby, then a toddler, then a child, and then a teenager, and then a man-child. And I stayed a man-child until I was 42, even though I had a wife and family, even though I had, a, by that time, a good job, all that stuff. I think it was because I knew, for whatever reason, I knew that I could never get bailed out ever again from my folks. And I had to grow up. I had no choice. I had to grow up. Now, a lot of the way I conducted myself and all that. I wasn't someone that lived in my folks' basement that long. And I was a working part of society, and, you know, I wasn't strange or weird. Don't ask my wife about that. But, you know, just to see me and talk to me and be my friend, you wouldn't think I was anything too much out of the ordinary. So why did I look at myself like I was a man-child, like I wasn't grown up? And the day my dad died, I was forced to. And I was reluctant to do it, but I stepped right up to the plate and said, Okay, this is my time. This is my time to know that there's no turning back now. No bailing out. No calling my dad saying, Hey, I need some help. So little things like turning off the lights around the house. It's not only a duty. It's my privilege. It's my calling to be a grown-up. 
father of two children, grandfather to a bunch of them, responsible husband, I am finally grown up. As you grow older, your priorities definitely change. Before I was married, I could care less about a lot of things. I did take care of myself, at least physically. Mentally, too, I do believe, pretty well. Once I had a wife and family, I took care of them, took care of our basic needs like housing and transportation and food and clothing. I watched my children grow up and leave the nest and eventually have families of their own. I counted a great privilege to be involved with their lives, but not too much. I'm glad that they have grown up at an earlier age than I actually did. 42 is way too late. And although probably nobody would say that that Jim took till he was 42 to grow up. Finally, that kid grew up. I never thought he'd ever grow up. Did you ever think he'd grow up? Yes, I'm grown up now. I think my children grew up much younger than I did. And I don't know if that had anything to do with me or not. I thought I'd give a whole list of things I didn't do when I was a kid. And now I do as an adult or vice versa. Kind of how I started this with the garage and the lights. But growing up is something that surpasses your brain and your thinking or your physical or the job you have or the car you drive or the house you live in. All that. Growing up comes from deep within. Let's call it from your heart. I feel very fortunate. Looking back, I'm surprised I survived some of that stuff. And yet here I am. And I don't want to take any of the credit for it whatsoever. I just want to share it all with you. You can find us at babyboomertales.com Once you've arrived at our webpage, there are links to our Facebook page or Twitter page, our YouTube channel, our Boomers General Store, and places where you can hear our podcast. Never be in a hurry to be unkind. Stop Take a breath and then be kind, even if it was your second reaction. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.